So I uh, had to had my in person work retreat this week. Okay, and we had show and tell. Okay, do you want to guess what I took to show and tell? Uh, nothing good, dude. What did <laughs> you take? Good? I took yes glitter. <laughs> <laughs> were they impressed? They were impressed, and they fucking loved it. <laughs> I I let I I sat it out on the table for people to peruse throughout uh-huh. the day, and they were like, "This fucking rules!" And I was like, "Yes." They particularly liked that the middle that it opens directly into uh Harry and Draco kissing in yeah. a comic. I That's worked really like... hard on the layout such that that would line up. <laughs> and then I took it to work with me and all my coworkers were like, ah, Harry and Draco are kissing in the middle of this. And I was like, yep. Yep. <laughs> they are. You know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding. So feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend, you can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. A Harry Potter fanfiction podcast. All right, we've got to get into it today because I have a lot of things. Uh-huh. I have a lot of things to say. I have a lot of things to okay. say to you. Um, okay. But first, we have to talk about, you know, we just, we say this, the silliest shit. <laughs> it's still, it still is like one of the biggest like weird moments, but also absolute joys when I say something really, really, really dumb on the show. And then one of you delightful folks emails us and is like, I did that dumb thing you said to do. <laughs> We got a person who wrote their predictions on a on a paper, stuck mm-hmm. it to a light pole, and then took mm-hmm. a selfie of them with mm-hmm. their predictions stuck to a light pole. And I'm this just saying, a, this is a level of power I should never have I been know. granted. <laughs> I don't do good things with it. Uh, are we contributing? <laughs> I feel like I should do something good now. I've done something bad. I should do something good. Um, make sure you go out and register to vote. Great. That was good. That was good. That was really good. Well done. And then uh, post a picture of you registering, registering to vote, vote on a light pole. A lot of light pole. <laughs> or just like a, a, a blank piece of notebook paper that you have written, I registered to vote on. That'd be good, too. There That'd you go. That'd be good. That'd be good. Trick the vote. Okay. If you are in New York or the tri-state area or want to come to New York to see the newest Olympian live on October 22nd, I will be the guest. It will be me and Mike talking about um, the first Percy Jackson movie of the bad two that got made years ago. <laughs> um, and there will be some stand-up by his friend Adam that he does a uh, course with before Mm. the show and then we will do the show so that's going to be the 22nd and tickets are available on mike's website so if you want to come make sure to do that because it'd be great to see you there yay link in the description yeah and then a final announcement is that i have a guest spot coming out on the 18th on the podcast it was a shit show we are talking about the movie um the brothers grim which was a movie that had 
Yeah. Matt Damon and uh, Heath, Ledger. Heath Ledger and Lena Headey in uh-huh. it. Um, and it was... Weird movie. Weird and bad. <laughs> weird and bad. But we yeah. talk about like all the production of it and why it was so like drawn out and a nightmare and it seems like so disjointed and weird as a movie and how it came to be that way. And it's a really fun episode. They always have me on around Halloween. So nice. It was good. It was great. That sounds super fun, dude. And now on to the show. On to the show. What do you have for me today, Sequoia? Let's do uh let's do predictions. All right, it's time for predictions, folks. Make sure to get your predictions in. You can send those to us uh, via our Instagram story. Or if you're a patron, make sure to get those on to the Patreon Discord for those mm. good, good house points. Mm-hmm. All right. This is a listener submission mm. that I've got for you today. How exciting. It is called Misconceptions. Okay. And it was tagged romance slash humor. Uh, fucking course it was. And it came out post-Deathly Hallows. Okay. Huh. I'm going to hope like hell that this isn't a harmony and I'm going to go with some kind of more generic romance, humory kind of guesses. Guess number mm-hmm. one, dreary, because that's what I want this to be. Amazing. Guess number two, two people run into each other physically. <laughs> and then fall we down. We do love that. We and do love like, that. Oh, no. Kids or whatever, <laughs> because they have to get married. That's when right, you have to... right, 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 right. And then uh, I'm gonna guess a declaration of love in the great hall. Fantastic. Thank you. We're back to some old standbys because I am having no thoughts today. Yeah, we love we love an old standby. We'll see how that worked out for you. Thank you. Um, great. Well, this story. Thank you to the listener that sent this in. Um, is called Misconceptions. Here we go. Hermione Granger wasn't known for her sweet temper. <laughs> but she'd been trying. Oh. Merlin, she'd been trying. <laughs> that's how I feel, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, everyone, that's me. All the time. Everyone is so lucky. <laughs> I had the patience of a saint. If you knew what was inside of me. It was the, the patience of a saint that is just constantly on the edge. We're con- <laughs> we're con- we are constantly on the edge. Living on the edge. <laughs> Merlin, I am trying. <laughs> Still, the blonde standing in front of her had taxed all of her patience. Draco done today. <laughs> what has Draco done Was today? Was it any normal Draco stuff? Mm. Hmm. 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 We'll see. Why? Why did he still feel it necessary to come and bother her? <laughs> still okay. Interesting. I wonder if we're are we, if we're like post final battle actually i feel like a lot of these post deathly mm-hmm. hollow ones just like don't actually set themselves post deathly hollows they're like what if we just wrote some whatever i mean like anywhere but you'll get post deathly hollows and it'll be like post book four yeah and you're like okay <laughs> sure sure why not they'd both fought for the light during the great war oh had they they had. <laughs> oh, had they? They 
had both Great. fought for the light. Sure. For the light. Sure. They'd graduated before their peers from Hogwarts, thanks to extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> graduated early. No, they didn't. Did, did you know that extra credit accumulated itself in that way at Hogwarts? Yeah. You get you enough extra to, credit. You just have to cover all the credits. You don't have to take seven years of like the core classes, it turns out. You can take the newts early. Both top of their class as head boy and girl. How did they... Never mind. That's a great question, and I cannot answer it for you. Okay. They were head boy and girl in their sixth year? Or fifth? How early Plus did they graduate? Right? Who knows? They graduated back in year three. Or they graduated like a semester early. Like they were in they were in seventh year, but like sure. only for like half of it. Sure. <laughs> and, then they, and then they just peaced out. And then they were such shitty head boy and girl that McGonagall was like, leave. <laughs> leave. <laughs> You've graduated early, congratulations. Leave. <laughs> and I'm like, Hermione's like, wow, I didn't know that extra credit accumulated itself in that manner at Hogwarts. <laughs> <sighs> They'd even given a joint speech at the graduation ceremony. <laughs> joint speech, like in unison. Joint speech. I, I mean, I I would love to imagine in unison. Or Hermione gave a speech and Draco just kind of sh- sh- shit talked. <laughs> uh, one of them was doing the speaking, and the other one was the hype person. <laughs> You're like I've I've you know. Our years at Hogwarts have been so precious. And then the other person is like, fuck no, it wasn't. So (laughs) precious. Either way, either way. It's one of those. (laughs) Or they were just uh, trading off lines. (laughs) We would do one line, the other line, the one line. So they gave a joint speech at graduation. They danced the first waltz, as was expected of them. Traditionally, as head boy and head girl dance, graduation first waltz, (laughs) the graduation ball. I guess. (laughs) Why was there a graduation? I'm so. (laughs) And acted amazingly civilly around each other to get through the night. Mm -hmm. She'd been so happy, thinking that that would be the last she'd see of Draco Malfoy. If only. If only, but Hermione, you're, Hermione's forgetting there's only 10 wizards. Right. And there's only three wizard jobs. Yep. So. <laughs> I don't think you really ever escape the kids from high school in the wizarding world. You just no. don't. You, you just, just don't. don't. Unless you pull a Bill Weasley and you become a curse breaker and you just like move really far away. Yeah. Or Charlie. Yeah. Unless you just move really far away for an incredibly specific and specialized job. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, too bad, so sad. Yeah. But, of course, fate had had to laugh in her face and make sure that the bane of her existence not only saw her again, but saw her every day. Why me? I'm excited to see which of the three jobs she has. <laughs> Store owner, ministry mm-hmm. worker, journalist. Mm-hmm. Right? We'll see. Goodness gracious. <laughs> the three wizard jobs. Harry had disappeared after oh. the war. Bye, Harry. 
Bye, Harry. Like, under mysterious circumstances, or he was just like, fucking peace out, I'm tired of all of you. The hold for the text. Great. He'd gone MIA, and the whole wizarding world was searching for him. The tabloids were filled with ridiculous stories of love children and sordid affairs and other trash that hadn't happened. <laughs> he's he's gone off to raise all of his secret children. Like what are they <laughs> speculating about? Yeah, what is that? <laughs> Disappears from public life. It's because of mm-hmm. his secret love child. It's because yeah, it's because of his sordid affair. Mm. Not even Ron knew where Harry was. His sordid affair with Ron, who's covering for him. Right, exactly. (laughs) Only Hermione knew where her best friend was. Oh, his sordid affair with Hermione, who's covering for him. No, no, because we're not doing Harmony anymore, okay? We're not. (laughs) I have received the feedback. (laughs) I have received it. Via many channels, including the listener service. <laughs> I receive. Uh-huh. I I and I and I will implement. This, uh-huh. is, not, <laughs> this is not harmony. Um, no, 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 no. Only Hermione knew where her best friend was, and she kept it a secret from her boyfriend. Boyfriend. Her boyfriend. Who since the war is because Harry didn't want Ron. Oh, knowing she's dating Ron. She's dating Ron. Very normal. Very normal. It is not cool that Harry's hiding that from Ron. I think <laughs> it is not cool, especially if Ron and Hermione are dating, and he's yep. like, "I'm going to tell you, and you can't tell Ron." Yeah, what don't do that? that. Don't do that. Well, Okay, of the two of them, if you need, like, one of them to know where you are so that, like, they can come check on you if you need something. Exactly. Ron is le- is more likely to accidentally tell someone. Absolutely. Like, if you, like, if you, you know, need to tell somebody, you're like, I'm going to disappear into the night. Yeah. And if you need, if something wild happens and I must be contacted. Yeah. That Ron's not the person. No, but like this is kind of a lot to ask of Hermione. I think it is. It is. Um, Both both things can be true. (laughs) Harry had told her his plan to leave the Wizarding World and drop off the face of the map for for him. Yeah, I think he. I think that's good. I think that's uh, healthy for him to Mm -hmm. just be like, no, I saved everyone, and now I get to do whatever I want to do. He needed to get away from everything and find the peace he'd fought so hard for. Now we're going to figure out where he is. Draco Malfoy's bed. I, I want I want to tell you, <laughs> I want to tell you, this next line yes. was copy pasted into the comments on the listener submission form. Oh, sure. As the reason for, mm-hmm. m- for me to click on this story. And it is the reason I clicked on this story. <clears throat> He was living in Muggle, Brazil, under the name of Xavier Hansen, and wrote to Hermione regularly. (laughs) Xavier Hansen. Xavier Hansen in Brazil. Great. (laughs) Great. 
That's pretty great. far away. Yeah, if he wanted to get far away, he did it. He did it. He did it. I see him lying on a beach, enjoying the sun and the sea. That's not what he's doing. Uh He had learned Portuguese and was giving tours through the Amazon to tourists. Oh. And while it was a dangerous job, Uh he seemed to have grown to love it and its connection to nature. He's like, you know, you know Harry and his connection to nature. Um, no, <laughs> you, know, you know Harry and his strong, his strong connection to nature, and he didn't go. He didn't go to Brazil and just like hang out on a beach and have a fun, nice time. He put himself into danger. <laughs> I bet he like hung out on a beach for like two days and was like, no, no. <laughs> I can't do this, actually. What is the most dangerous thing I can find around here? Oh, go into the rainforest? Yes. With limited resources that. and a bunch yeah. of people to protect? I can do that. Yes, thank you. Actually, actually. Job qualifications? I, was... I cannot list them for you, but boy, am I. Step one, learn Portuguese. <laughs> when she decided... To open a bookstore in Wizarding London. All right. She picked shopkeeper. She picked shopkeeper. That's the one. Ding, ding, ding. One of the three professions. <laughs> Goodness gracious. And and the classic Hermione tilt on that, which is that she owns a bookstore. Yeah. She'd been sure that hers would be a peaceful, if not somewhat boring life. That was why she decided to open the Wizard and Muggle bookstore that's wizard dash n dash muggle wizard and muggle that's a terrible name it's really bad really bad i get that she's trying to get across like there's magic books and there's not magic books but there were so many more ways Mm -hmm. she'd had enough adventure during her childhood and only wanted to sit back and relax Mm mm-hmm she hadn't expected for the shop right across from hers no. to be bought by another no Draco Malfoy. What? Draco has no reason to be a <laughs> shop owner. They own shops across this, right across from each other's shops. <sighs> I'm not surprised that like the Malfoys own property in wherever this is. Wizarding London, as it were. Diagon Alley. Okay. I'm not surprised that, like, I would bet that the Malfoys own a huge chunk and they just, like, lease it to the shop owners. And Draco's like, I've always dreamed of doing this and this. And Narcissus is like, fine. (laughs) Fine. We have an empty store. Go do that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Draco Malfoy, who'd opened a sports store. He'd opened a sports store. A sports store. Like a... Quidditch store that specialized in Quidditch, yet still sold muggle and other wizarding sports equipment. Okay. I mean, Draco liked Quidditch. Yes. Yeah. I mean, if he's going to open a store, this feels, this feels fine. Yeah. This feels fine. Yeah. I I do think it's unfortunate that we don't get a name for the sports store. The wizard muggle sports store. Sports store. (laughs) 
And Ryan's like, why is it named the same as mine? <laughs> Drinker's like, oh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> <sighs> Nor had she expected Draco Malfoy to be a regular in her store. Well, got him. Granger. Really, Malfoy, I am not helping you dispose of green grass. You stepped into that nest of hornets all on your own. (laughs) Astoria won't stop bothering me. (laughs) Is it Astoria? Uh Uh-oh. Hello, Daphne. (laughs) I love Daphne. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Draco Malfoy is here in Hermione's bookstore. Whining about his love life. Whining about his love life. (laughs) Incredible. But you came to me, asked me for advice when she was making advances, and I gave you that advice so you'd leave me alone. Oh, that's Do your first you mistake. Do you remember that? Hermione. What? Hermione. Giving him advice? Don't ever give Draco anything. It's like if you give a mouse a cookie. Yes. Yeah. You give Draco advice the one time. You give Draco. Sorry, you give advice now. You give Draco any sign of friendship or like <laughs> any sort of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Crumb. Yeah. You are BFFs. He's in your store every day. That's how he gets to be in your store every day. (laughs) You are his first friend. (sighs) Do you remember that? She asked, closing the book loudly in irritation. Do you remember what I told you? (sighs) That she was a slimy, gold-digging stalker? Draco replied. Hermione. Shit. (laughs) Shit. Hermione. (laughs) Do you even know this person? Why would you talk about someone like that? Goodness gracious. Uh, Like, if you hate Draco so much, why didn't he? He comes in, he's like, oh, Daphne Greengrass, she won't leave me alone. And you're like, you should just be like, yeah, date her. Have a nice time. (laughs) Try kissing her. It'll be fine, probably. You guys should make out. <laughs> I think that still invites him to come whine about it, though. It does. Any amount of advice. Mm-hmm. It does. Any attention at all. Uh, yes. Yes. And what did she end up being? She was trying not to be impressed by his good memory. <sighs> A slimy, gold-digging stalker. The blonde muttered. So why, I may ask, should I help you when you're not listening to me in the first place after forcing me to give you advice for Merlin's sake? Got you into this trouble. Hermione sat back in her seat, looking up at him, annoyed that he was still there. Hermione, I think it's time for you to move to Brazil. (laughs) Have you ever thought about Tours of the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> Have you considered? <laughs> considered learning Portuguese. <laughs> uh, I think you should just marry her. 
Nice. Got him. She got a sick satisfaction at the green pallor his face turned at the thought of marriage to Daphne Greengrass. Good. It served him right. He spent more time in her store than he did in his own. <laughs> and he wasn't even buying anything from her. <laughs> this is hanging out there, like, most of the day. Every day. <laughs> yeah, he's got employees. <laughs> yeah, he would ha- He would be the one that has employees doing all the work for him, and Hermione is the only employee of her own bookstore. Yes. 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 <laughs> that or nobody just, nobody is buying Quidditch equipment or muggle mm. sports just, equipment. The store is closed all day. Yeah. <laughs> Closes it and walks across the street. Yeah. It's not a store. It's a money laundering front. <laughs> oh. She had no pity whatsoever for him. Granger, help! (laughs) Don't you have some friends you can bother about this? She asked him. No, he does not. No, that's why he's talking to you. (laughs) Yeah, come on, bud. The answer to that's obvious. I remember you having a flock of clones at Hogwarts. Sabini, Coil, Crab. Whatever happened to them? Draco sighed, collapsing into a chair uninvited. Sabini's moved to Brazil. <laughs> As have Crab and Gra- Everyone's Everybody moving to Brazil. To Brazil. <laughs> Sabini's off on a sabbatical to research griffins in Iceland. Okay. All right, go off. Having a great time, I'm sure. Good for them. And do you really see Goyle and Crab giving me advice? Hermione frowned, tapping a finger against her bottom lip. He did have a point there. Well, you're right. They never were the sharpest tools in the shed, but... Mm -hmm. But what? He leaned forwards, elbows on her desk. Well, aren't they heirs as well to some considerable fortunes? Ooh. Pawn <laughs> Daphne off on one of them. <laughs> it's a great Many, option. I mean, I mean, really, it's a, it's a shame Draco hasn't come up with it on his own. Right? I'm like, don't you have a lot of, like, Rich friends. Rich friends. <laughs> Who wouldn't care that Daphne's kind of a shitbag? <laughs> Apparently. Apparently. Allegedly. Many a woman would have them despite their lacking wits because they would more than make up for it with their money. Sure. Draco leaned and back. their enormosity. <laughs> Big as the sun. Draco leaned back, frowning. I didn't think fortune swayed you. Now, Not why me, is, how, how is that relevant? <laughs> Damn, he's dumb. He's real dumb. He's not tracking this conversation uh, well. <laughs> he 
he's not used to having conversations. No, he's not. <laughs> it's because he doesn't have any friends and no one comes into his store. Yep. Not me, Malfoy. Stay with the program. She ran her hand through her wild curls in agitation. Green grass. Green grass. He blinked. You lost me, Granger. Wow. <laughs> and he graduated only second to me, she murmured to herself, shaking her head, before sighing and trying you graduated once more. in your own special class of two. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this, is a, this is a graduation ceremony. It was just the two of them. Just the two of them. Only two people to waltz. Um, what? Have we agreed that green grass is? A slimy gold-digging stalker, mm -hmm. Draco dutifully repeated. And what have we decided Crab and Goyle are? Rich idiots, he smirked. <laughs> She's like, okay, one plus one. Equals. <laughs> Come on, Draco, put it together. Draco, Draco, Draco. She rolled her eyes at him before speaking once more as if to a child. And having said that, what conclusion does the great Draco Malfoy come up with? Draco thought for a moment before a smirk lit his handsome face. You should have been in Slytherin, Granger. Yeah, this is pretty Slytherin. It's very Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you very much. I am proud to have been a Gryffindor. She motioned around her at the decor of Wizard and Muggle, which consisted of gold and red. Fine. Duly noted, Draco intoned before smirking and standing. Are you leaving? She tried not to sound too hopeful. <laughs> Please leave. Please leave. <laughs> I've you, been begging you to leave you for several hours. All of my actual customers away. <laughs> <laughs> he smirked at her. Don't want to run into your weasel. He always comes here to pick you up Wednesday nights around this time. With that, Draco Malfoy turned and left Wizard and Muggle without a word of thanks. A change in time and locale. Okay. How did it go? The head that was Lucius Malfoy in the flu channel asked. Okay. It was late and Draco had closed up the store and was speaking to his father. The Why? Minister of Magic. What the fuck? <laughs> We've read a lot, a lot of Buckwild things on this podcast. But this is really up there. This is super weird. Uh, Lucius Malfoy, the Minister of Magic? Sir? I can kind of see how, like, Harry wins the fight against Voldemort and is like, oh, Lucius Malfoy, you're going to elect him as 
as Minister of Magic? That's what you're going to do? All right. You fuckers don't deserve me. I'm going to Brazil. I can see that you as a society are not interested in changing. Goodbye. Fuck. We are going to get an explanation as to how Lucius Malfoy managed to become the Minister of Magic. Okay. His father had become a big war hero for trading sides and helping the light win the war by giving out secrets of the Dark Lord. And after a lot of community work... That does not make for a good Minister of Magic, necessarily. <laughs> like, you turn, no. you turn double agent at the opportune moment to save yeah. your own neck? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. And you're uh-huh. rich? Yeah. Great. I mean, is, is, uh, is the Wizarding Society, you know, do they have a great track record? No. In <laughs> Minister of Magic? Not really. Not really. And after a lot of community work, and with the support of most of England, he'd been elected minister. He had to go kiss a bunch of babies. Yeah, he kissed a bunch of babies, and that's it. Yeah. Kissed a bunch of babies, now he's the minister of magic. Jesus Christ. (laughs) And Harry was like, please don't vote for him. Have you seen him? (laughs) That guy? That guy? And everyone was like, he seems fine. And Harry was like, fuck you all. <laughs> Bye. I'm learning Portuguese. <laughs> so uh, his, his, his Lucius Malfoy had asked, how did it go? Yes, he did. I'm alone, aren't I? The blonde asked dejectedly, looking yeah. at the softball in his hand. How did okay? He, he sells softball equipment. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> he, do you think Lucius is asking how did setting up the wizarding softball league go? And Draco's all sad because no one would join. Nobody joined his softball league. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's trying to set up a softball league. It's the it. Wizard and Muggle Softball League. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Nope, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. She asked me to leave a couple of hundred times before finally deciding that the only way I was going to go was if she helped me and told me to hoist my made-up problem with green grass on either crab or goyle. Is Draco trying to manipulate Hermione into dating him um he is trying to make up excuses to talk to hermione yes okay because i was gonna say if he's trying to get her to date him like complaining about this relationship drama he's having is not a great way to accomplish that nope okay nope (laughs) rico is very dumb in this fan fiction though so like we're fine i guess very dumb very dumb. Lucius paused, thinking of that, and then smirking. She should have been in Slytherin. <laughs> I told her that, but she didn't bloody appreciate the compliment. He sulked. 
what are these two idiots doing? Great question. What are they doing? <laughs> of course she wouldn't appreciate it. Slytherins made her life impossible at Hogwarts. Really, Draco. If you continue like that, your mate is going to marry that weasel brat and you'll die before your no! 21st birthday. You're going to have to repeat everything you just said because I am... <laughs> the second you said mate, I left my body. <laughs> this, this fucking author, this fucking author gave us like 1,500 words before dropping this in the original fan fiction. I kid you not, I screamed out loud. <laughs> I'm so excited that you finally got one of these. I know, I've n- I haven't gotten to do one. <laughs> oh, man. Just really, just really came out, came out this of left field first, and I loved uh, it. Our first Dramini with Avila Draco, also. I've exclusively done Drary Vila Dracos. Yeah, yeah. Nope. This is a uh, Dramini. All right. Give me, give me the, the sentence again. Give me the sentence again, and I'll try to listen this time instead of screaming over you about <laughs> whatever. Really, Draco. If you continue like that, your mate is going to marry that Weasley brat, and you'll die before your 21st birthday. Oh my god! They're like 20! Incredible, incredible. I was like, you just dropped on me that they're 20? You just, just, just... Within that, it's all wrapped up into this one little sentence? Incredible. They're like, they're somewhere between 17 and 20. Mm-hmm. Um... Draco is indeed trying to get Hermione to date him by pestering her and whining about a fake relationship. Yes, he is. What's that, Draco? That's nothing, (laughs) dog. Dude, come on. (laughs) Oh, my God. (sighs) Lucius growled, impatience and worry tinting his voice darker. You've only managed to stay alive so far because you're in constant contact with her. He's like drawing out the Vila sickness by like smelling Hermione. By by spending six of his eight hour days, working days, in Hermione's bookstore bothering her. doing such a terrible job at staying alive. Oh my god. He's like, okay, I am going to die if I don't spend at least six hours a day with Hermione, and I am incapable of being insufferable. He's at an impasse that he's not going to be able to break. Is this like a parody Vila story and he's just going to end this fan fiction by dying and Hermione marries Ron? Uh, You'll just have to see. You'll just have to see. 
You've only managed to stay alive so far because you're in constant contact with her. But how long do you really think that will last? You can buy up any shop next to hers, go visit her daily, but soon that won't be enough. You need to woo that girl before your next birthday. <laughs> so he is 20. Oh, my. <sighs> no. We love, we love it. 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 No. <laughs> Stupid. I wonder how long they've known that she's his Vila mate. And he's been, like, trying to get her to fall in love with him. I don't think very long. Hmm. Based on the next couple things they say, but I think not. I think not very long. You think I don't know that, father? Draco collapsed in his chair once more, (laughs) the soft fall dropping on the ground, and the wizard holding his head in his hands. Drama. 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 Yeah. Hi, drama. Yeah. Hey, drama. Yeah. It's getting unbearable, father. I'm in constant pain. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Draco. <sighs> I might die. Good. Good. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Lucius sighed, pained to see his son reduced to such. It's all my fault. <laughs> he growled. He's, he's not about to be outdone he's in not. the drama. He's okay. not. <laughs> How can I turn this around to be about me? Mm, yes, yes, yes. Mm. <laughs> he growled in self-loathing. If I had been there for you... To help you understand your Vila heritage, I would have realized sooner that what you felt for that girl was the pull of the mate. (laughs) Hilarious. Amazing. No. (laughs) These two just like elevating, elevating. They're one-upping each other. It's getting more drama, drama, drama. Yes. Oh, I love that. Lucius them. was fucking <laughs> lucky that like Narcissa was who he was paired with, because or else he would have fucking died. <laughs> yeah. He sucks so bad. Woo. There's no use going over the if onlys. Draco sighed, pulling his hands from his face. I need to dwell on the future. Where? And find a way. Yeah. Where was Lucius? Instead when he of... was unable to yeah. help Draco understand the pull of the mate? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Death Eater Club? Death Eater Club? <laughs> or busy with Minister of Magic work? It's hard to... The timeline's a little muddled. Well, it said he became minister after the war when he changed sides right. and blah, blah, blah. Um, hmm... And there, yeah, and there is a bit that I cut where he says something about Draco and Hermione in high school. So mm. I think he is referring to pre-war Death Eater Club. Okay, he was busy doing Death Eater stuff. He was busy doing Death Eater stuff, and Tragic. he couldn't explain the pull of the mate. Pull of the mate. 
to Draco. (laughs) I need to dwell on the future and find a way to make Hermione mine now. I can't run the risk of Weasley asking her to marry him. Surprise, Ron hasn't done that yet, to be honest. Tick tock, tick tock, Ron, you're 20. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You should, like, be having a baby by now. Right? If Draco's (sighs) almost 21, Hermione's probably already 21. So, like... Tick tock. Ron, what are you doing? I know, I know. Lucius nodded in agreement. I'll think of something. Don't you worry. Even if I have to invent something as ridiculous as a marriage law. No. I'll find a way no. to help you get that girl. I've broken out into a cold sweat. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm going to declare Vila as an endangered species and pass a law that states that they must marry their mate by law. Starting with Hermione. Congratulations. Congratulations. Horrible. Thank you, father. (laughs) Sighing, Draco looked up and saw a light on in Hermione's shop. She'd gone out with Weasley hours ago. The blonde frowned. I've got to go. I think someone just broke into her shop. A change in location. Bastard! Hermione Granger screamed as she threw books and anything that was close at hand at the walls in frustration and hurt. What did Ronald do? (laughs) Ronald? Dirtbag? Cockroach? Weasel? Uh Uh-huh. She collapsed on the ground in a heap of tears. She's been spending too much time with Malfoy. (laughs) I know. I'm like... Somehow she got involved in the one-upping of drama. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And she is currently the reigning champion. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Throwing shit around. Cockroach! She collapsed on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she's been spending too much time with Draco. (laughs) How could Ron do this to her? They'd been together since the war, and he was having an affair with Lavender? Really? Yeah. Every fucking time, man. I know. I know. I know. Ron just can't <laughs> stay away from Lavender Brown. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> Yeesh. Granger, what the bloody hell are you doing? Her gaze shot up, and she silently cursed all fates when she saw Draco Malfoy somehow inside of her shop once more. (laughs) What are are you doing here? She asked. I saw a light and thought you were a thief. He knelt down next to her. Hermione was shocked when she read the sincerity in his face. He really had thought someone was robbing her store and had come to check things out. 
Yeah, he's just trying to get on your good side, dude. Never mind, it's fine. <laughs> wow. That clashed horribly with the image of Draco Malfoy she'd been cultivating throughout the years. No, it doesn't. He's entirely self-serving. <laughs> she wiped her eyes and smiled shakily at him. Thank you. You didn't have to do that. He gave her an honest to Merlin smile that was surprisingly nice. What happened, Granger? When I got here, you were acting like a poltergeist, throwing your beloved books around and cursing the heavens. He paused. Did someone die? Yeah. I wish. Ronald She did. snapped. <laughs> Bye, Ronald. <laughs> she was like, I don't know. I blacked out. <laughs> Maybe someone died. Maybe. <laughs> I wish, she snapped, and it would have been preferable if the deceased was a red-headed Weasley named Ronald. Maybe she didn't kill him. Maybe she just, like, port-keyed him to Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Made him Harry's problem. Yeah. Attached a note to him, like, yeah. (laughs) Dear Xavier. Yeah. Yeah. Attention. Xavier Hansen. <laughs> Best of luck with this asshole. Love, Hermione. <laughs> she's like, technically, she's like, I didn't kill Ron. Yeah. <laughs> There's if a I, lot of stuff in the rainforest. Okay? If I sent him to the wrong part of the rainforest and a jaguar ate him, <laughs> is that really my fault? Did I, I really Harry to help him. Dranko blinked, an odd emotion changing his features for a second before he was stoic once more. I take it that you and the weasel had a little tiff. Tiff? She gasped. Tiff? Is he going to be like, do you know how you could get back at him? You could (laughs) marry me and love me forever. (laughs) Wouldn't that be so funny? <laughs> what a good joke. <laughs> um, if you call us having a nice dinner and him asking me to marry him only to have his lover come upon us and spilling the beans right after I'd said yes, then a little tiff. Yes, it was a little tiff. Ron, that was messy. Whoa. Ronald, (laughs) Ronald, Ronald. The author in Author's Note did apologize for the Ron bashing um, in this fan fiction, but said it was necessary for the plot. It's Ron bashing of convenience. I get it. Exactly. Exactly. We understand. Draco blinked once more, yet his hold on her tightened. I threw the ring back at Ron, told Lavender she could have him, and I came right back here. Did Her black shoulders. out in the middle for a second, though. Who knows <laughs> what happened? Did black out in the middle. <laughs> Probably nothing. <laughs> Probably nothing. Um, if Ron is missing indefinitely, has nothing to do with me. Um, <laughs> Her shoulders slumped in defeat. I... I can't believe he did that to me. I would have expected it from anyone else. Oh. But not him. 
Oh, like, that's kind of sad. You expect anybody else to do that? That's very sad. You want a coffee? <laughs> Her head shot up and she wondered if he'd gone insane. <laughs> oh, Draco. Uh, he's, he's doing a job. Be a little clumsier he's about doing... this, Draco. <laughs> Draco's face betrayed no emotion. Whenever I have a problem on my mind, I have coffee. No, you don't. You come wine to Hermione. (laughs) Exactly. You come hang out with Hermione. Exactly. Also, like, it's presumably like fucking 9 p.m. or something. (laughs) Yeah. It helps clear my mind and helps me see things differently. I think you need coffee. And I know a coffee shop that stays open all night. She let him pull her up and drag her towards the door. But, but I look horrible. I'm sniffing, my eyes are red and puffy, and my nose. Granger, I never guessed your deadly sin was vanity. (laughs) Draco tisked as he led her out of the shop and down the darkened street. I don't know that it's just like vanity to not want people to see you when you are broken You're down, crying? sobbing for the yeah, end of when... the. <laughs> oh my god! Hermione sputtered indignantly. I am not vain, she frowned, and I'll have you know that vanity is not one of the seven deadly sins anyway. <laughs> she suddenly realized what he was doing. He was provoking her on purpose, making sure that she was too busy arguing with him to think of Ron. That thought struck her silent as he led her to the coffee shop she hadn't noticed before. It's called Wizard and Muggle Coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Do you think Draco also owns this coffee shop? Maybe. (laughs) Draco ordered their coffees and then went to where she was already sitting down, giving her a small smile. It does seem like he's, like, orchestrated a lot of this in an attempt to get closer to Hermione. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, he's opened a coffee shop that's open all night just so that he will at some point have the opportunity... To ask yes. her out to coffee and know that a coffee shop will be shop open. Will be open because it's open twenty four hours and he owns it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, you may not actually be the devil's spawn after all. He chuckled at that. You learn something new every day, don't you, Granger? And then he hands yeah. her the coffee and she drinks it and there's a ring in it. <laughs> Like, this is literally not how this is done, but fine. Like, oh, God, why? <laughs> she drinks the coffee, and then in the bottom of the cup, there's a proclamation from the, from the Ministry of Magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
she agreed, taking a sip of the coffee, and was surprised to discover that it was her favorite, down to the sprinkle of chocolate shavings on top. Hmm. No one knew how she liked her coffee. No one. No one. She, that's that's a secret she wants to take to the grave. <laughs> Not even the people who make you your coffee normally? What are you talking about, Hermione? <laughs> No, no one makes her coffee. She she's the only one who makes she makes her own coffee every time. Secret. She shaves the chocolate herself. <laughs> Hermione. No one knows how I like my coffee. She looked at him silently as he took a sip of his coffee before adding, "You really do learn something new every day." The end. Mhm. Mhm. Ridiculous. The really this fan fiction man two stores across the street from each other? Yeah. Vila mate? Yeah. Harry moved to Brazil? Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah, the hits. Was, the hits. They just kept really coming. good and really fun. <laughs> I did get zero points. I almost yeah. predicted Dramini. But I mm. pivoted at the last second. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, thank you so much again to the listener who sent this fan fiction in. Thank you so much. Yeah. That was really fun. And now it's time for a, a quick, quick fix. fix. Quick Fix is a segment where one of us will uh, do a short summary of a story that maybe isn't right for like reading in the main segment of the podcast, but is beautiful and shiny and perfect or weird or wild in its own way. Sequoia, today I have for you a story that had a bizarre premise and I needed to tell you about it. <laughs> okay. So the premise of this story is that a... It's like a meta fan fiction story. <laughs> okay. Um, the premise is that there's this fan fiction author who normally writes anime fanfics only. Okay. But they are part of a fan fiction club. Love. And the club has said, the other people in the club have said that this author has three days to write a Harry Potter fan fiction or else they'll be kicked out of fanfic club. <gasps> what? <laughs> and so the Why fan would fiction, they do that? <laughs> they have, they must write a Harry Potter okay. fan fiction. And okay. so the, the fanfic is them like, how am I going to write a Harry Potter fan fiction? I don't even like Harry Potter. And then they come up with a plan. They're like, I'll write the worst Harry Potter fan fiction of oh. all time. And then they'll never ask me to write Harry Potter fan fiction again. And then do they you think do that? They do that, that. The author was in a fan fiction club that asked them to write a Harry Potter fan fiction. And they wrote this fan fiction to give to their fan fiction club. Possibly. <laughs> it's like, how many levels deep can we how go? Many, Several. Yeah. Fan fiction -ception. It's inception. Several. Several. So that, <laughs> it was very silly. I thought the premise was buck wild and fun. <laughs> I love a meta story. Like, it's so yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, so, incredible. Yeah. Amazing. And there you go. And now it's time for the, the Wreck Zone. Zone. 
Um, okay, so the story that I have for you today is a story called Stories. Okay. It is dreary fan fiction. It's like a short, sweet, f- kind of fluffy, but it's like her- Pansy Parkinson is Draco Malfoy's best friend. Mm-hmm. And she's like coming to hang out with him one morning and she's comes into the kitchen and is making coffee and Harry Potter waltzes into the kitchen after just having woken up and they have a conversation about Harry's intentions towards Draco. It's oh. a, it's a good it's good. It's okay. Good. Yeah. That sounds really cute. Yeah, it's very fun. So, the link to that story, stories will be in the description of this episode. It will also be on our website, phoneticalfix.com. Also on our website is the story submission form. The story read on the podcast today was submitted by a listener, and you too can submit fanfiction to the podcast via the story submission form. Also on the website, you can find links to our merch. We've got a digital download of Yes Glitter on the website, as well as a link to our Tee Public, where we have a wide variety of designs on a wide variety of objects. If you want to find us on social media, we are on Instagram, at Fanatical Fix, where you can find our story and submit your predictions into us. You can also contact us via email at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. If you'd like to help out this podcast, there's a couple of ways you can do that. The first way would be to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or a rating on Spotify. Or as we've asked for in the past, you can leave a review on Sidewalk Chalk on your driveway or sidewalk or any driveway or sidewalk that you might have access to. Um, And take a picture of that and send it in because I want to see it. Another way you can help this podcast is by traveling to Brazil and channeling an alternate universe version of yourself who speaks Portuguese and then (laughs) trick your Amazon tour group into (laughs) listening to this podcast. Trick the Multiverse 2023. (laughs) Another way that you can help out the podcast is to join us on patreon.com slash fanaticalfix. There, you get bonus episodes. You get access to our amazing Discord community where everyone is lovely and wonderful and they're having writing competitions and doing all sorts of fun stuff. And you get um, exclusive merch. So make sure to go check that out. Thank you so much to our patrons. They let us keep doing this silly, silly stuff. Their support means the world to us. And thank you also to the Whomping Willows for letting us use their song Wolf Star as our theme song. You can find that and more of their excellent music at thewompingwillows.bandcamp.com. Bye!